1: Today, we're going to be in Isaiah 61, and then we're going to go to Luke chapter 4 to make a connection from this text to Jesus' use of this text in the New Testament. Let me just say, friends, I love scripture, and I love unpacking things like we're going to unpack today. It is remarkable, God is awesome that he left us this and he put it together in such an understandable way. And what we're going to see Jesus do with this text over the next two days during the Daily Dose is just phenomenal. So here it is, Isaiah 61. We're just going to look at verses one and two. And this is referring to the Messiah. This is in the voice of the Messiah who is to come. Of course, this is six 700 years before Jesus comes. But as we've said, Isaiah is making prophecies which have an applicableness, an application to his current context. They have an application to the coming of Christ, and then they have an even fuller application to the end of days, the new heavens and the new earth. So let's look at this referring to the Messiah. The Spirit of God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim. Proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Well, first of all, before we go to Luke, I think it's amazing. Every one of these things sounds really great. And then you get to the day of vengeance of our God. So in other words, God is still holy. God is still just. God is still going to mete out his vengeance against sin for those who are not redeemed. And the Messiah is going to proclaim all of this. Of course, we like to focus on the good stuff, the stuff that makes us feel good. When it says opening prison to those who are bound, it's not just talking about literal prison to people who are prisoners, who've committed crimes in prison. This is people who are imprisoned by sin, imprisoned by spiritual forces of darkness. To bind up the brokenhearted is pretty straightforward. To proclaim liberty to captives. This is, again, a spiritual metaphor, because we are captive to Satan. We're slaves to sin in our natural condition. And he's going to proclaim the the Messiah, the coming Messiah, who Isaiah doesn't know the details of what this Messiah is going to look like. He doesn't know it's going to be Jesus Christ, a guy who's born in a manger to a virgin, but he knows the Messiah is going to come. And this Messiah is going to do all of these things that are included in Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2. Now, fast forward to Luke chapter 4. Jesus' ministry is just getting started. There are synagogues in All the towns—so in Jerusalem, there's a temple, right, where they go worship, and that's kind of the big central place of worship. But then in all these other surrounding towns, there are synagogues, and these are places where Jewish people gather on the Sabbath to read Scripture, to discuss Scripture, to sing, to pray. And Jesus has a tradition, as all the Jews of that time would have a tradition, of going to the local synagogue of the day— in this instance, he's going to go to the synagogue in Nazareth. And Nazareth is the town where he had been brought up. Uh, it sounds like he has recently been to the synagogue in Capernaum, which is another town. We're going to read more about that tomorrow. But check this out. So I know the Bible overview is in the Old Testament, but we got to go to the New Testament for these next couple of days to make a connection back to Isaiah 61 that's remarkable. Here's Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 21. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So different people, different families, different Jewish people would read scripture. There was a copy of the Torah, the Old Testament and the prophets. And they would just go through those Sabbath after Sabbath, reading the Torah, reading the prophets. So Jesus goes to the synagogue and he stands up to read And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. So, in other words, this is handed to him. Whoever's running the synagogue, running the worship service, if you want to call it that, hands him the prophet Isaiah. Here's what it says. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. In other words, they give him Isaiah... That wasn't really his decision. I suppose you could say God sovereignly orchestrated it, but they gave him Isaiah. And then he opens up Isaiah and he finds this specific portion to read, which, of course, is from Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2, which we just read. Here's what it says, which we heard most of already. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. That's a, that's a, saying or a literary device that's meant to set up that you should be paying attention to what's next. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is awesome. Because he is basically saying the Messiah that was prophesied in Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2, hundreds of years ago, in my being here today, I am that Messiah. And that prophecy is being fulfilled in your hearing. Obviously, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law go bananas. He has a couple things to say back to them to just kind of make his point even more stark, and we're going to get into that tomorrow. But how cool is it that Jesus pulls this text out? I don't know how much of Isaiah was on the scroll that they handed him. I don't know if it was the whole book of Isaiah. I don't know if it's a portion of Isaiah. But he gets given the scroll of Isaiah, and he says, you know what I'm going to read to these guys? I'm going to read to him Isaiah 61, 1 and 2, and then I'm going to tell him that I'm the guy. I'm the Messiah who was to come. And as we know, he was. He was proven by his sinless death and his resurrection. And because of that, anyone who has faith in him has the kingdom of God open to them, has righteousness freely available to them so they can stand holy and blameless before a just God who hates sin. And that, my friends, is the best news ever. I hope that you are a recipient of it. I hope you have personal faith in that Messiah, Jesus Christ. Amen.